Welcome back, everybody, to Sith Council. It is Friday morning on the SCN Network. Well, it's Friday morning all over the world, and not just on the SCN Network. But um, it's good to have everybody here. It's good to have you here talking Bad Batch. We've got a lot of news, actually, too. So we're going to definitely talk spoilers on Bad Batch on a shorter episode, so it'll be easy to kind of dive into the spoilers and get into that for a little bit. But go over the big news. Obviously, the... Dave Filoni and his creative role was kind of revealed um, that he's had for almost a year and now revealing it now. So that's an interesting turn of events. And um, and then news also that I think to no one's surprise, the Rangers of the New Republic is not in development anymore. So um, with all of that said, I'm going to bring in my partners in crime. Hey. A.K.A. Jimmy Rice Cakes. Jimmy uh, Chicks, Jimmy Chickies. Hey, yeah, Jimmy so, Chicks. So it's it's there's a lot to to dive into, and I think those three things are going to serve us well, if you will. Um, let's get into the the episode. What's it called? Trapped. What the hell was this episode called? Anybody know? Uh, Anybody know? I, I don't know why. Something cornhole. like that. Cornered. cornered. Okay. Oh, I was going to say cornhole. Cornered. Yeah. That co- cornhole that. came yes. in my head. I was like, it's corn oh. something. That's a very different show. Uh, <laughs> Very different show. So uh, this is a this is a uh, cornered. Thank you very much. There we go. So the show it's cornered is episode four. It's a spoiler heavy review. I think that I legit heard Steph Sabra scream in joy when Fennec showed up. Uh, did you did you let out an audible yelp when that when that happened? <laughs> yeah, as soon as I saw her eyes, I said, "Oh my <laughs> gosh, let's anyway, go." I, I was I was pretty happy with it too. But what I liked about just diving right into her on this episode, this is the the Fennec that we see the first time in the Mandalorian, which because we we wind up getting to like her and say she's part of the crew and and she's never a good guy, even though you're rooting for her at one point. She, you just happen she she just if you know she goes from being a heel to a tweener, if you will, for a little bit. And, um, and I think in this particular, she's she's full on. She's full on heel, obviously, because she's she's just a bounty hunter. She's just trying to get um, Omega. And she also she's wiping people out. She's 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 taking out those cops. She's blowing people up. She's trying to knock people into walls. She's not she's she is not a good person at all. And I think that that was great for her character. What do you think, Steph? Yeah, I thought she was by far the best part of the episode. Uh, everything about her, she's so sick. She stopped Hunter and Wrecker. I mean, I was actually kind of surprised by the Wrecker one. Um, I don't know if that has to do with his head injury. It kind of seemed like that. But I also thought that she brought out the best in Omega, too. You know, the conversation where she's talking about it's okay to steal, it's okay to have a blaster. Yeah. Omega's in such an impressionable part of her li- impressionable part of her life that I don't know what she's going to do with those lessons because when you're a kid you don't really know who to listen to and who not to but I love that we know like it would be such a surprise if we don't get Fennec back. Yeah. Um he uh, I think that this is this is good to have her back in the way that they did. I she'll pop up again because she's now we we know from learning about her in the Mandalorian she's not going to quit. She's going to keep going after her. And, and I think they did a great job in the animation. This is clearly a, a younger version of her. And she's been in the game for a long time. She's been in the game for a long, long time. And she's still as badass as she was. You know, uh, I mean, she probably even gets better and better and better as she gets older. And, and she's that much of a badass still back then. But, Mike, what do you think overall of, you know, with, with Fennec and the way that they presented her in this episode? With her in particular? Uh, what I love is because... Um, we're going back, you know, and it's a different from the Fennec that I'm used to. So I love that with, I love in storytelling where you see where a person is like, I, I it's tough with star Wars to say like current day, you know, for me, mm-hmm. Mandalorian is current. That's where we are with the timeline. So anytime I go back, it's prequel to me. So this is all prequel stuff for me of her character. So I love seeing where characters end up eventually and, and to know the path that they take eventually. So to see her in that way, um, she's got such a great voice too, you know, back in the day of, of, of she was Mulan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the original Mulan. So, but it's so funny. It's kind of like certain actors, you hear age in their voice, uh, whether that's on purpose or not, but she does such a nice little distinction where it's a slightly little different than what I'm used to with her in live action. 
Um, but I loved how badass she was. I love the fight scene with Hunter with the knife and flipping the knife around and stuff. Um, yeah, so I was on board. Uh, I agree. I think that the way that they did that was good. Now, that's that's the good stuff. Um, the only thing I'm worried about with what they've been doing so far that I'm okay with it in this episode, but it already seems like it's happening every episode. Mm-hmm. We can't just have Omega. Hey, look at me. I'm uh, this innocent kid. And oh, oh, I go after this time. I'm going after a toy. Next time I'm going after a man. Next time I'm going after a <sighs> And then I get lost and then they have to find me. Uh, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Okay with it happening uh, once or twice. But if we keep doing that, that's when we have to. Well, otherwise, we wouldn't know what to do with them. It's like they can't just keep relying on Omega to get lost in order for them to have an adventure and to have stakes. I think they're going to. As Steph mentioned with uh, Wrecker, that his head injury and that stuff is going to start to play a part a lot more, and that's where we're going to be able to shift away from this Omega's lost again. But what do you think about that, Steph? Yeah, I think in addition to that, like having the same storyline with uh, Omega, we have the same storyline with them. You know, the ship needs fixing, crash landing. Let's figure out how to make it happen. And that's okay right now. But I think I would I'm I will be fatigued if it happens again. And there's so much with Omega and Kamino. Fennec is obviously after her because she has something to do with either like the clone troopers or phase three, whatever it may be, or she's force sensitive. Uh, But I do think that they need to develop her more as a character other than like, oh, the kids got into the to trouble again. Right. Yeah. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, guys, I'm glad you guys started off the bat on that because I (laughs) I looked at it as the wet blanket. It it, and I love to after I watched the episode, I watched them at midnight. Um. And I mm-hmm. love to go online and kind of hear discussion afterwards. And that seems like everyone's like, okay, yeah, here we go. We're... But at the end of the day, Christian, you said it last week. It's a cartoon. It's a kid's show. Right. I mean, we forget that. And and I think that's what is great about Disney Plus with all these shows. But but again, on the other hand, I think a lot of people love the Clone Wars. And I could be speaking out of turn here. And what I've seen of them so far, it, it, it was adult storytelling. Right. And so yeah. this seems like kid trouble of the week. Like, here we go again. And, it, 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 and it's giving me shades of Mandalorian where it was like the quest with the young kid. And it's like so similar. So right after one another, it, it, I think that's what the fans and that kind of a little bit of the backlash I'm seeing in this episode was kind of like it's hitting us twice with it within Is six there a months. This episode? Not backlash. I, I saw a couple like um, just uh, yeah, me, everyone, yeah, I, everyone, everyone wants to pit franchises against franchises right away. And, and, and I don't succumb to that. But it's, you know, it's like Mandalorian when we were doing that, Christian. You know, sort of like, I hated this episode. And next was like, oh, my God, the best show ever. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. so I, so. I understand. Like, I didn't mind it in this one. I just worried about them yeah. running into the same thing over and over and over again because they have no other way to, to get these guys into new circumstances. And I don't think it's necessary. You no. know? So. I think. I mean, I, I don't know. We, we talk about this. A lot of people were saying. And I, and I agree that this this show is like the A team, and I agree, I love that's why I love it. But in the A team, every single week it was the same damn thing. A team goes into some small town. There's some robber baron or rich guy that's in charge of the town and is you know attacking everybody, and the A team's got to stop him. Like, right. yeah. it, it's the I same type of storytelling. Those types of shows though are phasing out. Like you know the CW type shows, Monster of the Week. Those were really good back like years ago when I think of the week. monster yeah. of the week that's what's right happening. That was smallville <laughs> yeah yeah all smallville. of them so but i do think one thing that really excited me again it was fennec and then thinking about her connection to boba because i know we had questioned you know how long had they known each other when was it i think by this moment they did know each other you know shortly after revenge of the sith Boba, I think, would still be a teenager, but with her connection to Kamino, it would make sense. And then have maybe Omega be leading into Book of Boba. I'm not exactly sure, but I think they're going to find a way to tie in those characters all. Um, Yeah, it's going to be a good way to tie it all in. And I think that this is still we have more way way more set up to come. And I think that we've also we've set up a lot of storylines so far, whether it's, um, you know, who who we whether it's the Tarkin angle, whether it's crosshair, the, the head injury, the the it's it is similar, Mike, to Mandalorian stuff where it's okay. What's the overall arc that we're getting to? Right, uh, right, right. Yeah, and we're and as I was saying with Mandalorian, I'm cool with those setup pieces because it all it, when it all ties in, it's starting to tie in, and obviously 
the big question with this particular episode was, well, who who hired, who hired Shand? You know, who hired Fennec to to go in and and do this? Like, is it like because she's on the phone with somebody? She's talking to somebody. So that's um oh, the phone, but you know what I mean. The uh, <laughs> comic. Hey, we got you there. We yeah, got but, you. but either way, so I think the, the other stuff that's happening, like that's why I'm glad we have other stuff to really dive deep into because there's really not much more to discuss with this except. You know, you get yeah. It wasn't going into uh, the droid thing was 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 cute. You know, and going yeah. to, the, the the shop owner's a moron. The second he touches the guy's arm, you should know that it's not a droid. But I mean, it's <laughs> what, what are you gonna do? Um, and do we ever not think in Star Wars when someone's like, you know, oh, you need some money here? You, my, my you grease my palms so I don't say anything. We don't. Do we not think he's not gonna go and rat him out? Yeah, he's good. Come he's, on, like is that right? <laughs> Come on now. Well, you would have been better, you know. At that, I mean, considering of where the angle went, I know why they didn't. But what I thought would have been interesting is at that point, I guess she's because she's on Tatooine. It doesn't make sense. But if they did the um, what's her what's her face from? Um, oh God, um, Sedaris. Sedaris' character. Oh yeah. Her papa was like, ah, okay, you don't need my you know, ship fix. You guys are doing here. You know, you just kind of <laughs> just running around and uh, dropping in. This is uh, this is very uncalled for, but hey, you know I'll make it work. Oh, look at this cute kid! Oh, a baby! Oh, oh, and this this it's funny because in a few years from now I'm gonna see uh, I'm gonna see a little green guy, but now I get a little girl with yellow hair going. Uh oh, hey, sweetheart, don't go and touch that thing because <laughs> no, then you're gonna wind up right back here. <laughs> Ah, uh, so good. hey, real quick, just so I, I'm sure, did you take notes of this episode? No, no, that's <laughs> why. No, no, of course not. No, no, sorry, but I didn't really have to because I looked. To be honest, I had so much stuff going on this morning because last last night I'm, I started watching Cruella last night. Oh my god, is that on Disney Plus? Not yet. Chris? I got a screener for it. it. Comes up next oh, week. Oh, oh, mm, big and, shot. And, and uh, yeah, that's right. And I'm looking big shot over here. I'm looking at it. And I'm watching it, and I was like, and at one point I was like, oh, you know, because I have the Disney Plus screener thing, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I wonder if Bad Batch is on there. Not even for one second saying to myself, you know, you didn't send out the notes or the topic for tomorrow. I did that <laughs> morning when I woke up, going, oh, yeah, I got to do a show. Huh. So, um, um, Wait, so I, when, when we can talk about it, I have to talk to you about your opinion of Cruella. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, Margo. Oh, boy. Hot takes. I don't know when the embargo's up, but. It's yeah, lifted. I don't know. I, I think it's lifted. Yeah, I did see some tweets on it. All right, we'll we'll talk about it off air, and then uh, I got to finish it. I'm only about an hour in. I think I know what you're going to say, though. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Um, I'll just I'll just say I'll say sudden. Is that does that does that ring any bells? Sudden? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so this I, I unless there's anything else to really dive deep into regarding no. the, well, we didn't see crosshairs. That was weird. But you know, I was doing something else. I was at five minutes, so I was watching Cruella. <laughs> I didn't have an opportunity this time to join. The crew. Don't worry. Next week, I'll shoot someone point blank in the chest, and then it'll be okay because my chip will come out. I'm so glad we have the crosshair on the Sith Council. It's such a blessing. We're lucky. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. He was on SCN yesterday too with Omega. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Omega. Omega. Oh, is anyone wondering why I'm committing mass murder? Well, it's because I'm now part of the Empire. Is that a good one? Um, <laughs> amazing. All right. So let's uh, let's move on then because this is some big news that came out. Huge today. news. They mentioned that uh, Dave Filoni, who was listed, I guess they listed all the updates on, on Lucasfilm yesterday of the jobs that were happening and and who's who and the uh, the hierarchy in the company if you will and um the big thing that they said is that Filoni's listed as executive creative director at lucasfilm but he's been listed as that since last summer um the report from star wars newsnet our buddies over at star wars newsnet is they updated their website with its current executive hierarchy but that does not mean those involved just earned their role star wars fans social media accounts and blogs lit up the internet today because someone noticed the change on the studio's website but it turns out that dave filoni has been an executive creative director at lucasfilm since last summer and to clear up any confusion he's one of several people with that title including uh doug chiang and uh and john Knoll. 
reached out to Lucasfilm Publicity for clarification and details and waiting response. We were surprised Filoni would receive such a promotion without a press release, considering he is universally loved by fans and it would be a good public relations win for the company. And now it is clear why there wasn't one. He's been in the role for almost a year. Well, but that's still this. I don't necessarily know if it did why it, uh, you know, they should have done that last year is what they should have done. Uh, mm -hmm. Very variety tweeted that a representative confirmed Filoni has held the position since last summer and the website just hasn't been updated. That that was intentional, um, I, I think. So, um, think so? yeah, okay. well, that was intentional. I, okay. I think, well, fair enough. If you move Dave Filoni to that position, like like the article said, why wouldn't you announce it? They're like, and then, well, the, what Star Wars News then said, well, the reason why they didn't announce it is because, you know, it happened last year. Yeah, but why didn't they let, announce it last year? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, why wouldn't you announce that last year? Because I'm wondering what was, like, if they thought that that would, I don't know, maybe at the time that it was coming out, they didn't want to overshadow everything, anything, or start conversation because this wasn't, it still wasn't supposed to get out. Because they updated it, and then someone noticed it, and not that it wasn't supposed to gather. Is there should. any big conventions coming up that they could announce this at? No. Why wouldn't they have announced it if or it was May big, like fourth. May the fourth? Yeah, <laughs> that would have been the big one. They could have done it also, or or last May the fourth if it was going to happen. But yeah, you know, it's just strange that they didn't announce it at all because it's a because I think Star Wars Newsnet is right. It, it, I, look, since my days on Jedi Council, I was saying to give this guy the creative job right. yeah yeah very and again before people start piling on and saying oh see kathleen kenny's on her way out that's not what oh, this God, it's not happening what it means is that this is this is the thing i've been hoping for for years you take the producing skills of kathleen kennedy and you get someone in a creative position that understands the fundamental lore and and understanding of what george the, the mantra of what george lucas wanted to do and who better than the guy that lucas trained and 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 basically was he was luke to to lucas's yoda right yeah Work together they know the guy knows you see what he's done with his working with favreau on and filoni and what he's done in animation it just makes sense for him to be that kind of maybe he doesn't have the the exact extreme title of like a Kevin Feige, but to put him in that creative position for then Kathleen Kennedy to go, all right, Dave, you think that this is going to work? And outside, you know, you take, you take it, you let me know what you need. We'll, we'll, we'll make it work. We'll make it happen. I'll get you this. I'll do this. Okay, great. I'll approve it. Here's your budget. Go, right? That's what a good producer does. And mm -hmm. I think this is a good move by her in order to say, okay, look, Filoni's going to do that. I just don't understand why you wouldn't announce that a year ago when it happens. Yeah, I wonder if Ryan Nelson and I were texting about it this morning. And it, because remember when Dave Filoni was like joking about how he asked to be just like titled as Jedi Knight, you yeah. know? And I wonder if it has to do with him just not really needing or wanting that sort of announcement. I don't really know the answer behind it, yeah. but I, it is interesting that they wouldn't announce it when it happened. But I do think together, since we are hoping to get um, a big event where we're leading in all these stories into one big story, Kennedy and Filoni together are like the perfect team right now to make that happen. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously with these other shows and we'll get into it. <laughs> A little bit there's there's Filoni knows the lore the one the one thing with Filoni though and and this is and, and I've always said this if I I don't think Filoni really gives a crap about the novels and the comics and all that he'll he'll pull stuff from it but I don't think he gives a crap about it I think he cares yeah. more about the alt the 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 animated the TV the lore from the movies certain things that'll come from those things he'll pull from obviously he's done that many times in his series he's done that many times in in um in a lot of things he's done that but i don't think he's gonna i think that we've already seen sometimes where he's even in even in bad batch right where he's he went different not very little i was talking to alex damon about this recently but the beginning of the bad batch the scene with caleb dune and kanan um mm -hmm is a little different than what happens in like the comic books and 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 in lore and they they, they retconned a little bit he's okay with doing that if it's like ah eh, well the books say that i mean look at stuff that happened with thrawn thrawn in the in the rebel series is significantly different than yeah. thrawn in the books um yeah. <clears throat> i mean champ syndulla was significantly different in the book than he was in Dave Filoni's show. So I think Dave Filoni sometimes goes yeah yeah we'll 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 acknowledge them but we don't need to stick to what the books yeah, 
I just think that take you know, what works and discard the rest. Yeah, I don't, I don't love that though, to be honest. But I, but uh, you know, but I, like I said, I, with with him, if he, he, he I trust, yeah. I trust his vision on what he wants to do overall. It's, so it's the one franchise I think that you really could blend the books and the comics in, like DC and Marvel. You can't. It's just they were there before the films and the TV shows, and they're going to be there after. Like. Star Wars was always a movie first, and the comics and that came later. And there's not that many out there, so I feel like you really could do a better job of connecting it all. Oh wait, wait, see, I, I, that I don't agree with because I think. Well, that, you of course don't agree with me. Not with, that's, you. Not, <laughs> not, not, not with that one. And if, if you're talking, it depends on what you're talking about. If you're talking about legend stuff, when Chewie gets hit with the moon, then yes, I agree. <laughs> um, because that's but but once once and I I I'll still stand firm on this. Once you make a public announcement in 2012 that everything from books to comics to video games to all of it it's all going to be canon and it's all going to connect you got to stick to that you got to stick to it because yeah. because you're you're asking because then as the fans who are getting involved in this are are saying okay well i'm going to invest then if that's the case i'm going to how are you disagreeing with me that's what i said you're saying though that the, the, the so you're saying I thought you were saying that it's okay to maneuver away from this stuff. No, I said it's oh, I saying, think you should be going and embracing it. Oh, so then uh, well, come on, Jimmy Chicks. I know then I do. You okay. should embrace it. I think right. that's yeah, absolutely and I think it's doable. Well, that's because why I, I don't think it's that much, yeah. it's not 80 years worth of literature and comics and stories that you're trying to put in this little yeah, right, you know, thing. You you it's there and it's pretty much it's always been under the Lucasfilm banner, so it's it's yeah, I think you need to kind of incorporate it. Yeah, that that I agree with. That okay, I, there we go. That's better. I, I, I hear what you're saying. There's too much because of the the years and years and different angles and universes, right? Stuff that they've done in in Marvel, yes. you see that it's just too. Where Luke too and the comics has always been Luke, right? And yeah. even if you do Infinity War and and all that yeah. stuff. Well, it's it's it, it, Days of Future Past. It, it's right. It's the premise, but it's different. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I I get it. Um, but what I the thing that makes me nervous, though, with that is that not nervous, but I would say that I think that my dream of them adapting these novels, whether it's right. novels or legends with Filoni in this big helm is probably even more unrealistic than it was in the past. I hope I'm wrong. But um, but, you know, I I couldn't be happier that he's in this role. I think this is a brilliant move. I think it's very smart. I think that it 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 allows him to throw his knowledge in there and say, well, yeah. what if this connects and that connects and that. And it also kind of, I guess, maneuvers us into our next topic that the they, they announced, I guess, in some report that Rangers of the New Republic is a, it's a no no, it's not happening, not gonna Oof. not gonna go down anymore. Um, and I say, really? Uh, I mean, come on, how did you not? I think we talked about it in this show. I think, yeah, I, I think recently I said, don't be surprised if you hear that this show is canceled. Yeah, uh, ah, I yeah. am surprised. I remember you not I'm surprised, but I'm also very disappointed because this was one of the shows I wanted. Oh, and it is. Yeah. But also, I mean, I didn't know how involved Cara Dune was going to be in the show. Clearly, she was the lead. Okay, let me let yeah. me read the report and then we'll and then we'll kind of yeah. dive into it. So this is again from our buddies over at uh, Star Wars Newsnet. A very lead on the development of the various Spinoffs to the Mandalorian appeared in a recent article about Dave Filoni's promotion, and it indicates that Lucasfilm might have put the announced series Rangers of the New Republic on the back burner, at least for the time being. Conversely, filming on the Book of Boba Fett is continuing as scheduled, while the, while the Ahsoka limited series is still moving forward. Variety recently cleared some things up about Filoni's promotion after filming on the second season of The Mandalorian Rap, giving, given that the move was tied to his involvement in multiple live-action and animated projects on the Disney Plus side of the Disney Media Empire. More specifically, he's heavily involved in not just the development of The Mandalorian, which he has written and directed for, but he's helping architect the greater story of the particular era in Star Wars across the other shows. So that is where we get to he is the Feige of the television universe. I mean, mm -hmm. that statement alone, he is the Feige of but, the television universe. Uh, on the one hand, though, it, it, I guess we should clarify, Feige also produces and handles the logistics with Kathleen Kennedy. He does uh, Kathleen Kennedy and, and Filoni together. Right. Well, but but where the Feige but part is, I'm talking about in, in the creative, right? Yes, the, he is the creative Feige. Feige creatively connects things as well. We know, yes. know we want to go here. We need to go here. We ultimately yeah. to go here. We need to connect these directors, connect these stories and do that. 
clearly Floney has had his hand in this for a bit because whether it's the Ahsoka stuff tying into the look, let's met Fennec Shan, right? You know, the yeah. fact that she right. is this big character Mandalorian, she shows up in the Bad Batch, it's connecting everything together and it makes you feel more invested as a fan. Like, oh, I know who that is. I know that. Like, like Steph going, ah, you know, knowing that that's because that has been set up. That's what he's going to do. That's what we've been missing inside of this altogether. And I think that that's obviously the job that he has now in television. So hidden away in the article is a note clarifying that one of the three officially announced spinoffs is in Carbonite, while the other two are are a much greater priority. In December, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy announced that Filoni and Favreau are executive producing several Mandalorian spin-offs for Disney+, Plus, including The Book of Boba Fett, which is currently shooting and premiering in December, and Ahsoka, starring Rosario Dawson and based on the character Filoni created in The Clone Wars. The third spinoff, Rangers of the New Republic, is not currently in active development. Right, let's start with that, and we'll go into some little bit more of this um, why. First of all, this is... This is why they've done this a few times. Marvel has made this mistake. Many franchises have made this mistake. Unless it looks like it's a green light and it's going to start producing, don't announce it. Don't announce it because of this kind of thing. If you, unless you know that it's going to happen, and even if it's in development, but like yeah, yeah, it's right, but it's it's in development, but it's ready to go. And I know we have a different circumstance here with everything with with uh, with Gina Carano and Cara Dune, but at this point, just don't announce it, especially if it's not even anywhere near to being uh, greenlit. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, yes, I'm on the same page. I mean, DC, Marvel, they've all fell victim to it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, and knowing now we hear stories in, in what's come out, you think they would have known that show would have been in trouble a while ago. Like that would have won like like it seemed like solo they didn't say anything about, but they still announced it. Like, I don't know about that. Well, not solo, um, Lando. So with this one, they could have could have kept it developing, but like a behind the scenes, we don't know what's going on with this. If it clears up, we'll announce it. If not, then it can fade away. Um and that's why I don't know. Rangers of the New Republic. I always thought it was kind of going to be a more an ensemble piece, but maybe that's not the case. You know, I you know, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it sucks. It sucks because I was really looking forward to that one. There's nothing that says that a New Republic show still can't happen, right? Right. I just think because there was rumors for a long time that that Gina Carano was going to get her own show. Here's what I will say though, and this is a question. This just this is a great. This is a great uh, comment here, and we're going to get to super chats in just a moment. But let let's let's bring this one up because I think this kind of adds to it. Dark Jedi Knight says, "I wanted Janina Gavankar back as Iden Verso for the lead in Rangers. It would have been amazing to see a woman of color lead in New Republic spec ops. Mm -hmm. Why not? Look, if you can get her introduced, and this is why you don't need to throw anything out there because this is the beauty of Mandalorian and Boba Fett and all these series. Perfect example again is using." what um Ming-Na has done the reason why you want to see more of her in Boba Fett and everything too is because the impact she had as an actress as in, in, in as a character so it's the ability to be able to to introduce the audience see how the fans respond to them and saying yeah okay look now we can maneuver them into different series and do different things that is still an availability and a possibility for season three of Mandalorian yeah. so instead of announcing hey we're doing this show Hey, put it on the back burner and look, let's introduce a new character. And maybe it is Verso, right? Maybe, or hell, I don't know what the what the status of Bo-Katan and Katie Sackoff. I'll always be pulling for Katie Sackoff to get her own show, not because she's a friend of the show, but because she is a great and talented actress and she should get her own Star Wars show. And I think Bo-Katan is loved, but I don't know. And I've said it and I don't want it to come true. I think she bites the dust at the end of season three. Mm. And's going to eat it at the end of season three, but I hope I'm wrong. Um, yeah. I hope that they give her her own series, and I'd love to see her and Sasha Banks out there, you know, kicking ass. That that would be a to me a better show and more interesting show. But I guess maybe they don't want to do another Mandalorian type thing. So it would be too yeah. Mandalorian ish. I, yeah, I guess so. I, I I agree. I fell in love with those characters just just speaking candidly, way more than I did with Kara over two seasons. I actually was shocked, like when you talk about looking at how the fans receive characters. I personally on my Twitter timeline, Ming-Na, her Fennec Shand was instantly liked. Um, I never really saw that much uh, Cara Dune love. And I don't, it's not to like hate on the character or anything. I just grew zero attachment to the character. Oh, really? 
Yeah. yeah. I will say that I, I I enjoyed the character a lot of Cara Dune. I thought they set her up, and I thought they were starting to set her up really well with her history with Alderaan and how she was doing it and how she made the change. And she fought for the rebellion at one point, and that she was going down a darker path. But then she saw another um, another version, another reason to to fight, and she took up the battle. I, I thought they developed. I, I actually really started to like the character a lot. I would have been cool with her getting her own show. It just you know didn't happen that way. Yeah. So now what we're gonna do is. You don't have to necessarily say, like they said, for now, it's on the back burner because yeah. if they find another angle, this is the beauty of having all of these potential shows out there. Like, you know, whether it's Old Republic, I'm telling you, I still, I don't know why they don't try to get a Knights of the Old Republic series going. You have so much you can do. Make a Knights of the Republic series. Make that one. Push the other stuff for the New Republic and push anything happening after a New Hope or Jedi. Or we've seen it all. Let's get to the Old Republic, not the not the High Republic. I know that that's what they're pushing, and they're probably pushing the High Republic more. So let's do Knights of the Republic. Try it. Adapt the the damn game. And and I'm telling you, that thing would be it would catch fire. Yeah. Catch fire. And it would connect the game verse with the visual verse of film and TV with Star Wars, which I think that they've always, they could explode way more on the game scene than they have. And that's for one of the biggest franchises ever. I don't think that they're the most popular games, which they certainly can be. And that would just be a smart business move. But I do think I feel the same way. I don't think it's too late to introduce a new character in the next season or the following season of the Mandalorian where she uh, or him, whoever it could be, could be introduced as the lead for Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah. Well, someone says that Rangers was supposed to be directly into the Ahsoka series. What happens now? I don't I never heard that. I never heard that. I, I always thought Ahsoka was coming first and. I don't. I didn't think that that was going to connect at all. I would say. I would say the Rangers probably connects way more into the Mandalorian because of everything happening and mm-hmm. and the way that it it ties together with the politics of everything. Like, I don't really necessarily see why it would have to. To me, Ahsoka always seemed like it was essentially Rebels, the next season, right? The lost season of Rebels because sure. it's it's just everything that happened at the end of Rebels will now because it, it was like the in between. We know. I think that right before. I think Filoni even said this. Like, so if you see the end of of Rebels and where Ahsoka is, all of that stuff, all the Mandalorian stuff that we saw happened before that, and then it led into her finding um, uh, Sabine and and taking off. So, yeah, I don't think it need, it, it ties into that at all. But I no, I think we're gonna get her in the Bad Batch too. I think we're gonna get her with you think uh, gonna, Rex. You think we're gonna get Ahsoka? Yeah, I think we're she might be paired up with Rex, and I think maybe Omega might become her Padawan. I'm not sure, or some way connected if um if she actually happens to be force sensitive. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. All right. Before we move on, we're gonna get some questions from you guys, and we'll talk some. Oh, you know, you know what? Let me actually let me finish this article. Uh, it's possible that the series may still be made. As far as we know, it was never in any stage of production at the time it was announced. There were no writers, there were no directors or producers publicly revealed for the project, nor actors. With that in mind, the fact that these three shows were announced as part of the building blocks to a major crossover event, and one of them is not moving forward right now, could present some issues with the plan. Fans have speculated that a variety of recent Star Wars characters could appear in the show, such as Hera, um, let's see, Cobb Vanth, Carson Tiva and the other X-Wing pilots seen in the show, Migs or Cara Dune. More specifically, it's been speculated that Rangers of the New Republic was going to be a Cara Dune-led spinoff, given that many of her scenes in the second season of The Mandalorian indicated the larger role for the character in subsequent seasons of the show, and she was clearly in recruiting mode as the season moved forward. However, much like Roseanne Barr on the Roseanne revival, which was later continued with her through the Connors, Disney opted to not renew Gina Carano's contract, um, and currently there are mixed messages about the future of the Cara Dune character. While some say that the role will be recast at some point, merchandise-related purposes and to keep the initial plans for the character intact. An anonymous Lucasfilm representative indicated that the character is not expected to be recast at this time. I think that's the smartest play, to be honest with you. Other possibility is that the workload Dave Filoni, the Mandalorian series creator, and Favreau has is hefty enough to not worry about working on a fourth show right now. Uh, all right, we need to go on to all the other shows. But uh, I, I'll, I'll tell you that the um, yeah, you, don't, you don't recast that role. That's, that's, that no, is, that is a major slippery head. slope, and you don't do it. 
Stay away from that. Yeah. Yep. That is a disaster waiting to happen. It's like because if you don't, if you don't recast it, if you don't recast it, it's you'll get the comments and you'll get the people saying, ah, oh, you know, this show uh, cancel Disney Plus. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna yeah. watch it unless uh, unless she's back. You still get that. But if you recast it, that whoever that actress is, it could be freaking Meryl Streep. I'm like, ah, oh, no, you're not as good as Gina Carano. You can get crushed, and it's yeah. gonna be a big. It's gonna turn into a political political thing. And the focus is not going to be on the character. It's going to be on the, the politics of it. Stay away yeah. from not yeah. I think they have zero idea what to do with this Gina Carano situation. Because remember when she was let go officially on the same day they announced something big. I forget what it was, but they tried to like divert it. And I felt like this article was in a similar fashion where they're like, Dave Filoni, by the way, Rangers of the New Republic's not going to happen. They don't have a good PR. <laughs> they really don't. I mean, this is... This is not just that. This is not just for this. This is for lots of things that they do. Even with the, with the Obi Wan stuff. I remember when they when they when they announced when they were going to announce it was like July of like 2016 or July 2017. Kathleen Kennedy's like, we're going to announce our new slate in like two days, and then silence. Nothing happened. <laughs> and it's like, why? What are you saying that? Why are you, <laughs> it's like uh, it cast uh, Paul Bet not Paul Bettany. Um, what's his name? Uh, Alan, Tudor. Alan Tudor comes out oh. on. With Diego Luna, and it's like, yeah, he's coming back. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's not in the first season. <laughs> oh, yeah. What are you doing? Like, don't, don't, unless yeah. it's a plan that you know, like, that's the thing. You, Marvel and DC right now, they got a plan. They go, this is what we have going on right now. And this is what's going to happen. And it happens. You know, maybe there's a couple things here and there that it slips yeah. through the cracks, but Lucasfilm, it's happened a lot of different times. Like, hey, uh, Filoni's, he's got this big role. Did you announce it? Nah. Who found it? Oh, stink, stink feet thirty seven on Reddit. <laughs> there and now uh, everybody knows about it. But he's had it for a year. Full stink feet. It's like he, wait, what? Even Katie Sackoff and Ming Na Wen tweeted like, "Congratulations, Dave Filoni, so oh, deserving." Right. Not even people in their own space. No, yeah. it's been crazy. Uh, so like all all of that, and it's like, ah, oh, Rangers New Republic, it's coming out. We're excited. When's it coming out? Don't worry about it. What about Lando? coming out too when we'll figure it out who's in it i don't know it's like wait but why why announce it just wait because isn't this it and then they announced a 2028 or whatever it was untitled movie why are you doing that right oh we got a movie coming out when when you're dead oh okay <laughs> but but it's like i i'm all it's like yeah, but, it's but like it's at coming. the end of ready to see the stone it's coming out soon when how soon when very soon <laughs> yeah. yeah that's that's all i mean it's I, I'm all for the big announcements. I'm all for like, hey, when's yeah. it coming? Two years from now. Definitely, yeah, we got people that's ready in production. It's like, we got a movie coming out. It's going to have lightsabers in it. And guess what? It's going to be about Star Wars. When? Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> soon. Space. And, and very soon. Somebody's going to be in it, and we're going to have someone else be there too. Oh, okay. It's like. What, what are we talking about? It's, like, just don't, just don't announce it. Like, you, yeah. You, like, guess what? Because this is the great stuff. Obi Wan, it's coming out. Boom, we got Deborah Chow. How wonderful! You what was it? Awesome. What was it that came out? Hayden's coming back. Oh, oh it was the, all it this, was the, all this stuff that's happening. That you, you know, that the announcement is coming. Boom, great, it's happening. You know, then you got and you got Andor happening. I'll Boom. tell you what I love when it's not like because with these streaming shows, you don't really need to. It's not like a movie per se. Like, remember when they dropped it was like a Super Bowl and they're like, coming tonight after the Super Bowl, Cloverfield sequel. And you're like, what? Right, right. Where did this happen? Yeah. And it gets massive numbers. It wasn't that. I mean, if, I if it was good or not, but you're just like, I love when stuff you don't even know what's in production and they drop it on you. You're like, yeah. what? Yeah, I love yeah, that. Stuff. I wish I wish DC would do that. I wish they would just stop announcing stuff. And yeah. once it's cast and you can show a cast picture and go, yep, guess what's coming out in five months? Like all this, like, yeah, gosh, you're not going to lose your fans. Right, People you are always going to ride for DC no. and Star Wars. You don't I, need to announce stuff all the time. It also, with that particular one, it's like that wasn't a show when you didn't know enough about it. Like, like it's different. It's like Lando. Even though I think that they should have waited before they, like, they should have had Donald Glover like confirmed and announced before they announced anything. But I get that one because Lando is a name. You know, Lando. It's like. Now we're going to announce this other show, blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, what's that about? We don't really know either. Yeah. But yeah. So in it, 
oh yeah, now now it's not happening. So it's it's just a waste of breath. But uh, it's either way. I think that and and I I say all that. Well, I still think they're doing everything right in television. I think they're doing everything right. I think all, all everything that's been happening, whether it's the animated series, all these things, the casting, the directing, all of it. It's just the PR for Lucasfilm for the last like four or five years hasn't been great. As far as as far as announcements go, I'm not talking about the team that puts in to right. get the the interviews and like, one hand doesn't know what the other hand's doing sometimes. I, I'm not talking about like Tracy over there is phenomenal, and Tracy Tracy is 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 a is is part of that team that gets the the talent out there and is able to do like I don't mean that. I'm talking about the announcements that are made from the hierarchy. That's that's I want to be very clear about that because the the Lucasfilm PR team itself is fantastic, but the but the but the when the announcements are made and how they are made, what they are, yeah. Tier that that's not those to me are decisions that I don't understand sometimes. Um, yeah. Anyway, I do want to maneuver in, and um, I want to let you guys know because we've talked about it many times over, and I'm so glad that they are back and continue to be back, and that's uh, that's Headspace. Um, Headspace, as we've talked to you guys many times about and are excited about, it helps you out. Because life can be stressful, even under your normal circumstances, and we know what has happened over this last year. It's getting better, but it's still it's it's tough to just jump back into the world and get back in there. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. It's challenged everybody in the most difficult times, and you need stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes. And you know what that is? It's Headspace. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations and an easy-to-use app. It is the only meditation app advancing the film of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. Whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation just for you. You need some help falling asleep? Headspace has wind-down sessions that their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. Its approach to mindfulness, it can reduce stress, it improves sleep, it boosts focus, and it increases your overall sense of well-being. Steph, you still you're loving uh, you're loving Headspace. You've used Headspace, and tell us why you love it as much as you do. Yeah, I life is hard. Things are stressful, and one of the only things that I've been able to do to help that and like be able to take on the day or not feel totally beat up is meditating but meditating is really hard to do when you don't know how to do it and everything on youtube doesn't help the one place that i found that was easy comprehensive and like got me started in the right direction was headspace it's so simple to use you can do a few minutes a lot of minutes and it makes it less daunting and then you can start actually being like oh my god i feel a lot better like check in with yourself in a week and you will see such a big difference in how chill you feel <laughs> is the word I like to use. And you deserve to feel better. You should feel happier. And Headspace is the meditation made simple. So what you do is you go to headspace.com slash Sith. Headspace.com slash Sith. The link is in the description of YouTube. You're listening on audio. That's headspace.com slash Sith for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. It is the best deal that is offered right now. So head on over to headspace.com slash Sith today. Um, yeah, so we have uh, we got some great got some great comments that already came in that I'm also excited to share with everybody. We are doing, you know what I should actually mention here too, before we even do that, there's, there's, well, there's two things. The first is, and I know that he's being very, uh, he's being really, really kind of coy about it, if you will. And he's not saying he's being, well, I don't know if he's being modest or what he's doing, but, but tonight. Yeah. It's you. Oh, God. I was trying not to get my head in this. Come on now. I got I got to get in my head space for this damn game. <laughs> I, like what you, I like what you did there. Myra Kanopic, Mike three. It happens tonight on pay-per-view, 5 p.m. PST. You go to the schmodownlive.com and get your tickets there unless you are a $10 patron, patreon.com slash schmodown. We do three pay-per-views a month. You get all three of them if you're at the $10 level. And this is one of the biggest IG matches ever. If you missed yesterday's scene between Mara and Mike on the uh, Alba and um, and Robinson match, go back and watch that because it is, uh, it's it's phenomenal. My, my, my daughter, by the way, Mike, yeah. wanted, I, I had to play it for her three times. She was laughing so hard. She was. She she loved it. She thought it was just. Are we, are we uh, in character right now and and whatnot or no? About the scene that you can talk yeah. about. Like I love 
that was one of my first ones in a couple of years doing one with Mara. And, yeah. and, and you know me as an actor. Like I love, that's why some of the stuff I love is with Guy because yeah. I, I can just throw stuff at her and all that was improv with her. Like I love, she's such a good partner. It was, like, it was, she it just was, goes with what I give her and her yeah. improv picking up on like the words we did and, 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 and just running with it. I, I love it. Was it was great. I would, I would highly I recommend people go back and watch that scene because it's, it's, yeah, I can't wait. So good. good. Yeah. We're going to post both of them on, um, on Twitter pretty soon anyway. But all right, let's get to some questions here. M make sure you check that out. And as I was mentioning, um, SEN Live is coming up in a little bit. John Roca is going to be hosting SEN Live. What I was, I made an announcement yesterday. I'm, I'm going to, step back on it a little bit on the SEN live announcement. And what I said was that next week is going to be an hour. We're going to keep it at two hours next week, but I think the overall big plan for next for, I'm going to try to start launching it sometime in June, maybe July latest is July. The idea is to get us back in studio. And for the first hour of the show, we would be in studio with, Myself and, and two, maybe three other people, but probably two other people, um, and with a guest maybe, that would be the show from 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock. And then it, and with with no Schmobots, no Streamlabs, no, no donations at all from the show from 10 to 11 o'clock, it would just be a discussion show, hit a topic, have some comedy, throw some stuff in there, and it would be very reminiscent to what collider live and schmoes no was with just discussion and maybe a phone call or two and then at 11 o'clock to 12 would be the donation portion that most likely will still be digital and it could be hosted by winston or steph or kate or uh or roxy or 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 whoever um you would be would be hosting that that show and malcolm would be that way because malcolm's in another in another state and i like malcolm a lot so i want to keep malcolm around too in order to support the network in order to keep us going that's how you still can help. So that's kind of the idea of what we're going to do with SEN Live. Um, so that's it. So that's it. Uh, now, as far as questions go and things that are wondering, we got 10 minutes here. Dark Jedi Knight, is it possible for you to get Janina Gavankar on the show? I think this is an old one. I feel like that was an old one. But uh, yeah. Yeah, that was an old one. We tried this one. Sorry. I don't know how that, how that happened. Sometimes I think I delete these things and I don't delete them. Here's the other one. That switch over? Do you see Dagens? Yep. Yeah. Do you think Fennec was maybe hired by Cad Bane? I also think Boba will be involved. Good luck on your big match later, Mikey Race Cakes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, do you? I don't know. Do I think that? Um, I think he's involved. Cad Bane is that a way to do it? I don't want to see. Cad I think Cad's coming in live action before he's oh, going to pop back on animated. I don't want to see him come in and animate. I've seen him in animation. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think that's the 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 thing the thinking with Lucasfilm as well. It's like they've seen him. We we there's enough of him there. Yeah, let's let me, go live action. Let's take it up a notch. Let me see. Let me see. Unless what, they do what they did with Fennec in kind of a reverse order, they bring in Cad hmm. Bane, even though we've seen him in an animated version, and then uh, put him in real life version for a book of Boba. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's I would much rather see that. I agree. Uh, Dre Thomas, thank you for the big super chat here. Very helpful. Great show as usual. Do you think it's possible for Fennec to be a part of the Rangers show? Is that too big of a turn for her going good or just Boba's show for her? I think I, she's another one I think could probably wind up biting the dust in, in the Boba one. I want I want to see them go out in a blaze of glory, those two. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I like everybody was wondering what was happening to Boba. Oh, did he get – did he – die in the sorry like we know he didn't like let me see him go out like you know like, like bonnie scarface yeah like bonnie and clyde just go out like together and they're just and that's it we, we don't i mean how long do they need to to go for it's like if, if he was a limited series and then boba and fennec just ate it at the end of the series i doubt that they would be ballsy enough to do that but it would be right. great i don't yeah. know what do you yeah. think i i don't think they would do that but it would be sick to see because uh, it is, it, there's no good way to put this, but like deaths are important in franchises because you don't want to just believe everyone can come back to life. Everyone stays alive. There has to be stakes. And I do think those are two characters where they have high stakes, but it could be a good plot turner for whatever comes after it. If they do die, like maybe someone else takes over. This is the stupidest thing that anyone has ever said. And I know that people do it sometimes. But when he's hearing you say that, I know it's about something else. I really want a filet mignon. I have not had one in so long. What I, is wrong with you? I need a steak. I haven't Jesus. had a steak. He needs a steak. I haven't had a long We've long been time. talking about chicken this whole time when we've been looking for steak. Yeah. All right. Dark Jedi Knight. How is it that Ming-Na is 57? 
but moves, looks, and even sounds like she's in her 20s. She might be an actual goddess. I, we've talked about that so many times on this show. Uh, she's, she's not a human being, I'll tell you that, because, like, she, I told you, like, I moved to the right, and I had a cramp for a week. Um, she's 57 years old. She's doing flying kicks. She's doing all these things, and she's, she is such a badass, and she's so good. It's so great that she's in the Star Wars universe in, in both animated and we get to see her in Boba Fett. So, you know, even though I say I think that it would be cool to watch that that blaze of glory thing, I want her to stick around as long as she can. I just I don't want to, them to overuse her if it's not necessary to the character. But if they find a way to bring her back and maybe she shows up in Mando season four or something. Yeah. Then, cool, why not? Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. has that Asian glow. We'll keep her living long. <laughs> Trust. <laughs> So I think that's the majority of it. I think that's everything that we got here so far. <clears throat> Unless there's anything that you guys are, um, are, are that we're, you think we're missing there, Steph and um, and Mike. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Yeah, like I said, we have that big pay per view tonight between Mike and uh, and Mara, but we also have Janine the Machine and Marisol McKee, which is a big one. That's a big it's another corruption doubleheader. Look at that. Jesus. The winner, the winner goes to play Kevin Smith at the collision. Uh, we do have one more here. Jameson Bognana. According to my notes, Fennec doesn't miss yet. He gets the drop on Hunter. She misses from just a few feet away. Clearly, she's no cross eye. <laughs> no one really is, are they? Yes. <laughs> Trey Thomas, and I'm totally lost about Omega and why she's important to Fennec, but I can't wait to find out. Yeah, I think that that's just, I think she yeah, was, she's just, it's a job. Yeah. No, it's just a job. She's like Hunter said she he called her a bounty hunter, right? right. So I think he he knows it's a job. Been doing it for a while. She's been on the circuit for a bit. You know, it's like it's like it's she's been at, at the, the gig for a long time, and that's why she's as good as she is. I mean, she's she's on the run from the bounty hunters in the beginning of Mandalorian. You know, she's she's there's a mm -hmm. there's a price on her head. So what the hell yeah. she since then? So she gets in. She's not she's not a company person by any means, you know, and, and I thought it was so great where, first of all, the civilians just fly in the ship. She's like, get out of here. She chucks the guy. And I thought that normally in the situations like that, they show, oh, OK, he lands on an umbrella and then he lands on his butt. <laughs> and you show him you're like that dude's dead. Right. And then two seconds later, she takes out the cops and just a boom, boom. And I'm like, yeah. wow, they are not trying to <laughs> that she's like a, a good guy. She's she. Yeah. Yes. That actually, that whole scene with her and Omega, with the they're on the transport unit, it reminded me a lot of Episode Two uh, with Obi and Anakin. Yes. That whole scene that yeah. very much felt like that opening. She's not she well, but she's but it's different though because she's not she's not a good person. <laughs> no, no, she's she's. I mean, she's she's mercenary, you know. And it's like I I do what I do to survive, and I'll I'll I don't I, I don't value life, and yeah. it doesn't. I don't care what's say. If you're not on my if you're not helping me then I will kill you. It doesn't matter if you're a good guy or a bad guy. I'll take you out. I think that's consistent to the character that we met. So mm -hmm. yeah, pretty, uh, pretty crazy. Anyway. All right. That's the, uh, that's the show here today. I'd like to thank Mike and uh, I was going to say Shannon. I'm so used to saying that, but it's not <laughs> thank you guys. Make sure you check out SEN live. It is going on right now, or it's going to be very soon. John Roca hosting. Please stick around. Go watch that for myself and Steph, and Mike, See you guys next week for another spoiler episode of The Bad Batch. Peace out.